It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Between some ex-Winnipeg Jets coaching options making uh, conference finals and a bunch of trade rumors flying around the Winnipeg Jets roster, there's a lot to catch up on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. Let us dive right in. Or Locked On the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube. Everydayers can stop back in every weekday for hot, fresh new content and to get the latest and greatest in Winnipeg Jets news and analysis. But most of all, more than anything, we just love and appreciate your support. Now, like I said on tonight's episode, there is a lot going on around the league and uh, increasingly a lot around the Winnipeg Jets. Let's start off with the Jets news first. Elliot Friedman's been doing some speculation and talking about the Jets, you know, uh, trade bait. And on his list of all of the NHL trade bait, guess who sits at the top two spots? Connor Hellebuck and Mark Shifley. Both of these guys have been amongst the rumor mill for uh, an increasing amount of time now. We're hearing more and more buzz. A couple of teams have come up as potential destinations for Hellebuck. Uh, The New Jersey Devils, it sounds like, are going to take a swing. Maybe even the Buffalo Sabres. Quite a few teams are interested, right? And usually the prevailing wisdom when it comes to goalie trades is that they're not going to bring that much in trade return. This, I feel like, is a time when we're going to see something new. Uh, you, You look around the league, right? And how many elite starters do you think there really are? Especially consistent starters on a routine basis, game in and game out, who perform at a high level. It's actually a lot smaller than you might think. And I think more and more teams are becoming wise to the fact that in many instances, that is like one of the critical elements missing to their team. For a while, I think the prevailing notion was that you could get away with like a 1A, 1B tandem. And I think for some teams that have elite scoring depth and defensive depth, that's true. But with COVID kind of impacting uh, the financial situations of a lot of teams and a cap that hasn't quite risen as high as it was expected to pre-COVID, I think a lot of teams are a little more cash-strapped and, and and struggling to maybe improve the roster with free agent signings and all of that. So, you know, that goalie that you might have a net is going to matter a little more when the quality isn't quite up to par. And that's where Hellebuck is truly a bit of a unicorn amongst all of these ponies, I guess. I don't know, what to, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, you're not really going to find many starters of his caliber in the league whatsoever, whether free agents or on a roster. He's just a rare bird. And because of that, I feel like his trade value might actually be inflated, especially when you look at where he is contractually speaking with one year left and where a lot of teams are competitively speaking, right? You look at the Devils, you look at the Sabres, you look at maybe the Oilers. 
All of these teams are vying for playoff spots now, not later, now. And that means that when you're really trying to make the most of the prime ages and contract years of your players, you got to go out and find the one piece that can truly make or break your squad. And if you're the Kings or any of these teams that are looking for an elite starter, Hellebuck is your best bet. There's not really going to be anyone else out there who can actually satisfy those needs. In terms of what the Jets could potentially get back, you're probably looking at um, the usual like higher end prospect sort of trade with like a pick or something and maybe um, a roster player of some sort. I do think the Jets might get some salary back. I just get that sense that if Hellebuck goes, they're going to have to make some allowances for some money to return, right? And, you know, knowing the Jets, they might like a high cap pit with low actual salary. I saw somebody suggest Jack Campbell as part of one trade. That could be an option if you needed somebody to fill in net, um, while also potentially getting some really good futures from the Oilers. Uh, If you're looking at Buffalo, obviously some top-end prospects like Devin Levi would certainly be of interest. But, yeah, it's hard to say who would be willing to pay a major price for Helly. As far as Shifley is concerned, I think any number of teams would certainly be after his services. He is one of the elite centers out there. And, uh, you know, obviously his recent performance with the Jets has been a little bit topsy-turvy, let's be real. But we also know that, you know, despite all of that, he scored like, what, 40 plus goals this season. And everyone knows that when Shifley's motivated, he really can't be stopped. That guy, when he's on a mission, is just different gravies. So I feel like a lot of teams will look at that and think, Kid needs a fresh start. Let's find him a new team. And with one year left, you can treat him like a rental, right? Uh, Shifley, I kind of wonder if he maybe sticks around until the trade deadline and then gets moved for a reduced cap hit where the Jets can maybe try and make bank. If I'm the Jets, though, I'm kind of looking at this offseason, right? Because uh, if you want the most return, right, you want to get ahead of this a bit. I, I can understand the logic of waiting till the cap hit is reduced, but for teams that want to cement an early position, right, and really put themselves in a favorable spot to dominate throughout the entire season, I, I feel like having Shifley earlier in the year would be preferable. But again, that depends on the cap situation. There aren't that many teams that are going to have a ton of cap space. And while Shifley's contract is actually quite team friendly for just about anyone who would take him on, you know, maybe teams are going to wait a little bit until you start getting into the de- uh, trade deadline time next season, and then they'll start bidding it up. But I feel like for once, the Jets have some decent options. Now, I know traditionally they don't get aggressive at, you know, uh, major trade negotiations. We've seen Winnipeg sit on their hands. I get the sense that's not going to happen this time, just because these aren't RFAs we're talking about, they're UFAs. And Winnipeg is not going to watch them walk away for nothing. That much I think that they're going to make very clear. I guess the question is, when will they actually make a move? Are they going to be passive and wait for teams to offer to them? Or are they going to get ahead uh, get ahead of the game and uh, really try and find potential buyers? I can't answer that question yet, but uh, it is something that I'm kind of keeping an open mind towards. Might be a time for the Jets to really explore the trade market while the uh, iron strikes hot. But if the those two names are at the top of like teams want lists, I expect the Jets are going to be very busy this coming summer. Let me know where you think these players are going to end up uh, and and where you think, or actually what you think we might get in return. Drop your predictions in the comments below or at my social medias at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll talk about uh, some fun stuff with the NHL playoffs and, you know, some things to get excited about for next season. Maybe some reasons the Jets might actually make the playoffs. 
while also discussing some of the lesser, weaker sides in ways the Jets might actually miss, because that was a prediction that I had from last episode. But before we go any further, do want to shout out our friends and partners at Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I was looking for a boost to my daily immune system, something to get my routines going, wake me up in the morning, and offer me peace of mind when it comes to my internal stability. If you're wondering what AG1 is, it's just one delicious scoop that helps you absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you're somebody who is uh, adhering to keto, paleo, gluten-free, vegan, dairy-free, or any similar diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no weird GMOs or additives, and of course, it's relatively affordable, right? You're talking about something that costs you less than $3 a day, which is a lot cheaper than those cold brews you might be used to downing either at gym cafes or elsewhere. That stuff gets really expensive, and if you're somebody who likes to drink a lot of those, it adds up really quickly. So AG1 is here to help save you money and comes back with over 7,000 five-star reviews uh, from both fitness enthusiasts, pro athletes, professional trainers, you name it, somebody has had it and they love it. And again, it's a very small micro habit, just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. You know, why, uh, why hesitate? You really can't go wrong with AG1. I highly recommend it. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Again, it's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Right now, Athletic Greens is going to make it easy by giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cash Back Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cash Back Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit, Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for joining us again on this episode of Locked On Jets. We just talked about uh, some stuff with the Winnipeg Jets in, in recent trade rumors surrounding Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck. A lot of buzz there, maybe more smoke than fire right now, but where there is smoke, there will be fire. So something to keep an eye on as we approach summer. Circling back to the main NHL, though, we now have our Eastern and Western Conference finals set. Uh, on the Western side, you've got Dallas versus Vegas. I feel like these are the two uh, natural competitors to face each other after um, both of them saw off the Oilers and Kraken. The Dallas and Kraken series took a little bit longer, a full seven games. Dallas ended up prevailing, though, which would I say is really surprising? No. I, I think a couple of episodes ago, maybe last week or earlier, I said that I thought Dallas might prevail just because while the Kraken have had that Team of Destiny feel, the Stars are one of those teams that are really well-balanced at just about every position. And knowing that Jake Ottinger can be an elite starter 
when he's in the mood is one of those huge difference makers. It's like I was saying with Hellebuck, right? If you have a team that's already got a strong roster and then you have a goalie who can really make or break the rest of your performances, that's like the ideal combo. And it's why I think Hellebuck might be a little more in demand this offseason than we'd usually see with like a top end goalie. Now, the Kraken gave a really good account for themselves. I think they fought really hard, but Seattle ultimately just uh, didn't quite have that elite level of scoring depth to try and carry them past a Stars team that is super deep in all positions. And it's not like Dallas was perfect. The crack, you know, the Kraken opened them up pretty good for a couple of games, but the Stars are are veteran and experienced and very deep with some amazing top end star young players who can kind of elevate this team to the next level. Now, I say all that, but you know, here come the Vegas Golden Knights again, man. This team is such a pain. We all know how much they've hurt the Jets over the years, and here the Knights again arrive at another conference finals. They, I know that I was skeptical of their front office and I still am in some areas, but overall they've made it really work uh, from as an expansion draft that they took advantage of to, you know, the next five or so years where they've been perennial playoff appearers. They've had strong seasons year after year. They've managed to get themselves out of cap hell numerous times doing some fun little loopholes and things. This crap or this, um, Knights team, almost a Kraken. <laughs> yeah, so many expansion franchises all of a sudden. Uh, this Knights team, it's resilient and it's a pain. Now, if Aiden Hill is as good as he showed in some of these games against Edmonton, that's going to be a tough thing for Dallas. Right now, uh, the Stars, I would say, have the overall advantage in this upcoming Western Conference Finals, but it's going to be a tight series. I think this one could definitely go all six games. I don't think it's going to be... Um, something that gets solved in five or less, it's got to be at least seven uh, for me. I just feel like you're going to go the full series distance because these teams are as good and as deep as they are. Uh, It'd be nice if the the stars could prevail this time. I'm tired of seeing the Knights uh, doing well. And, (laughs) you know, I'm petty like that. But, you know, the, the stars kind of advancing also not great for the Jets, I guess. But it is what it is. On the Eastern Conference side, you've got uh, the Florida Panthers getting ready to take on the Carolina Hurricanes. That should be fun. Paul Maurice, like I said, fired by uh, Carolina and by Toronto. He's already beaten one of those two teams. Now he gets a chance to uh, beat another one of his former employers, which would be really funny. I mean, it's just uh, you just can't make this crap up, right? You know, after Paul Maurice resigns, leaving the Jets in a complete crap heap, um, then he goes on to advance to a a conference final with the Florida Panthers. Must be nice, right? Semi-charm life. But as far as the the Canes are concerned, they're a very deep team as well. Very strong. Uh, Brenda Moore has got these guys somehow stringing along and staying alive despite a number of critical injuries. Will they be able to beat the Panthers? Uh, I don't know. This this Florida team feels like it might be just deep enough with uh, Bobrovsky playing at a really good clip to perhaps even make the cup finals. But we're going to know soon enough. The games are going to start here in the next couple of days. Should be a fun run up to the Stanley Cup finals in a couple of weeks. But first, the conference finals. Let me know your series predictions in the comments below. I'm going to say for me, Florida in six and Dallas in seven. Let me know who you think is going to advance in the comments below or at my social medias at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Now, to lead us out tonight, just wanted to spend a minute or two uh, maybe talking about some fun things to look forward to next season and how the Jets might make the postseason 
and a couple of reasons why they're probably not going to. And we'll dive into all of that in just a moment. Before we go any further, though, I do want to shout, do want to shout out our friends and partners at Game Time. You know, buying tickets to your favorite events really shouldn't be as stressful and as annoying as it is, as it usually is. And Game Time is here to help. They bring you killer deals and last minute tickets for all of your favorite events. It comes with a great seat view so you can actually see what you're buying. Those of you who have ever seen the famous image of Fenway know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, the blocked view, you miss the entire game. Who wants to pay a couple hundred to sit behind a pillar, right? Game Time helps you avoid all of that by not only giving you flash and last minute deals, but also making sure that your seat view shows you your perspective and what you can expect to experience at the venue of your choosing. And of course, there's a lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and so much more. That Game Time guarantee also means that if you find a, a ticket in the same row and same section at a lower price, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So stop wasting time looking at other ticket buying services. Download the Game Time app right now, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms applied. Again, you got to create an account and redeem promo code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game-changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit discover bank member fdic hello friends and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of locked on winnipeg jets part of the locked on podcast network your team every day thank you everydayers for rejoining us for some final thoughts on the jets next season uh reasons to hope that they make the playoffs and reasons to expect that they won't so i guess for the jets right we know that they're going to try and run at least some of this team back I don't know how much of this roster is even going to return. Um, there's there's a potential for at least a handful of departures, which for Jets fans could be a bit alarming. For others, I think it's probably a bit of a relief. I think we're all a little bit tired of seeing the same team trotted out year after year. And maybe some new blood from some of the young kids who maybe make it out of camp would be uh, a really big boost, right? This team desperately needs some higher-end scoring talent, talent to try and compensate for what is going to be a bit of a, a bit of a talent bloodletting, uh, especially if Hellebuck goes. Good Lord, if Hellebuck goes, uh, it's going to be rough, right? But all that said, I think the Jets do have one advantage in that the West kind of sucks. Uh, I don't know that that's going to be the case next season. I do kind of feel like despite a weaker conference this year, the West is going to start to pick up again next season and beyond. I feel like all of these teams are going to have some pretty productive off-seasons and I suspect we're not going to see the same Western Conference uh, with relatively weaker point totals and matchups that we did this year next season. So something to keep in mind. Um, if the Jets try and run it back, though, and they don't trade Hellebuck until the last possible minute, Winnipeg might put itself in a nice early spot to make the postseason like they did this year. I guess the danger is if you trade top players after that, suddenly you're going to have to like hope that whoever fills in net behind him is going to be capable of 
going the distance, right? I think the, the worst scenario for the Jets is having a good first half and then either retaining Hellebuck or uh, trading him um, and either, you know, barely missing the playoffs and kind of being mediocre or you make the postseason and you get lit up in like the first round or two. So, you know, a lot of nightmare situations for the Jets, to be honest. I think the main thing that Winnipeg really should be after is is trying to work with some futures and starting the preparations for the next core. I think the thing for the Jets for a rebuild is that they don't necessarily have to tear it down completely, right? I think if you go for players who are in their early 20s and exchange them for some of your really productive players with maybe a future or two that the Jets already have in stock, you could expedite Winnipeg's development faster, right? Instead of going for like teenagers, look for players who might be starting to enter their primes, but are maybe uh, a little bit undervalued. I think the Jets could do really good work there. And if they go with that option, you could actually see this team really surprise and come back and make the postseason next year. On the reverse side, though, with the departure of the amount of talent the Jets are potentially losing, Winnipeg is going to have a weak team next season, most likely. Unless a lot of people come back, which I'm not anticipating, uh, this team is going to have you know some issues finishing. Already, even with all of these players in tow this season, scoring could be a bit of a challenge, and I think that's going to be a challenge next season. And again, if Hellebuck leaves, I can't imagine that there's any goalie in this league who's going to be capable of coming anywhere near what Hellebuck did in net. That's not saying it's impossible, but it's just very unlikely. And so for the Jets, right, I feel like this past season was the swan song. Uh, And now it's kind of wrapping up and concluding um, that the last sunset on this core as the Jets start to move towards the future, which, you know, as, as down as I've been on the Jets, I am somewhat excited about some of the young players that are coming through, but I just, I'm really missing the connection to the future vision. That is what I'm still waiting for. And I'm hoping the Jets deliver that sooner rather than later. But let me know what you think about the Jets. Do you think they'll make the playoffs? I know some of you have cast your votes in the previous episodes comments. Where do you think the Jets will finish? Do you think it's it's likely to be an actual top three spot in, in the division or maybe just barely clutching a wildcard spot? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below or at my social medias at HLivingLocal and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. For tonight's show, though, that is going to be all the time that we have. I thank you so much for making Locked on Jets your first listen of the day every day. Everydayers come back tomorrow for some potential prospect talk. I think I'll do some research on who the Jets might be able to get if it's not Oliver Moore at uh, 19th overall. And we will give you some early thoughts on this upcoming draft class and how the Jets might approach it. But like I said for tonight's episode, that is all the time that we have. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great night. And as always, go Jets go. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 